bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otterville. And now, today's word. But as you know, I'm doing a series on life in the spirit. And the Christian life is a spiritual life. God has created us to be spiritual people. We are spirit beings. We have a soul. We live in a body. We have physical experiences. We have emotional experiences. But our core personality is the spirit. And it's always important for us to understand that. So today I'm doing part four of life in the spirit. Life in the Spirit, part four. My subtitle is The Condition of the Human Spirit. The Condition of the Human Spirit. Now, I have taught that the human spirit is not the same as the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. The human spirit is the Spirit of man. The two are not the same. And so today we're going to look primarily at three main conditions of the spirit of man. And, uh, and then I will pick it up uh, from next week again uh, in, in the direction I should be going. Uh, but we will go to the book of Genesis uh, chapter 2 and verse 16 and 17. After God had created his image, whom I call the spirit man, he clothed the man in a body made from the earth and breathed into that body made from the earth the breath of life and man became a living soul. So his image, he's a living soul and he is a body. Now God speaks to this totality of a man in Genesis chapter 2 verse 16 and 17. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden you may freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. In the day that you eat on, of it is a Hebrew expression uh, that is equivalent to when you do it. When you eat of this fruit. It doesn't mean that particular day but when you eat of this fruit, you shall surely die. In the Hebrew, the word surely die, uh, or the phrase would sound something like, in dying, you will die. In dying, you will die. So it's not just talking about something that happens instantly and ends, but it's a process. In dying, you will die. In dying, you will die. So God is saying, the day you disobey my instruction and eat of this fruit, something will start in you that is death. And it will be a process and continually end in a final death sometime. So in dying, you will die. You will die as a process. Well, you and I know that Adam and Eve um, ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Um, but they didn't seem to have died. They didn't seem to have died. 
As a matter of fact, the passage says that their eyes were open. So there, there is a death that you die and your eyes are still open. So their eyes were open, uh, but the Lord said they will surely die. Well, the, the book of Romans chapter 5 verse 12 says, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sin. So when Adam and Eve ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, Romans tells us two things happened. First, sin came, and with the sin came death. So we can conclude that the spirit of man was infected with sin and death. The spirit of man was infected with sin and death. Immediately, they seemed to be alive, but sin and death had started a process that separated them from God. And the condition of the image of God, the, the condition of the spirit of, of man changed right after that. Right after that, the condition of the spirit of man changed. The spirit of man was not killed, but the spirit of man changed its condition. And we're going to talk about the three conditions the spirit of man can be in. The three conditions the spirit of man can be in. And uh, I will zero in on the last condition, and that's what I'll be focusing my teaching on uh, from next week. Uh, but the spirit of man can be in three different conditions. The first one is the spirit of man can be separated from God separated from God. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17 and 18. This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God. I want you to know that phrase carefully. Alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. After Adam and Eve had eaten uh, of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, sin came and with death. What did it all mean when it says sin came and in death uh, and death? It simply means that man, the spirit of man, was separated from God. The spirit of man separated from God. God is the source of life. And when you are disconnected from him, you lose life. So you're still alive, but you're not connected to life. You are separated from God. It's, it's like uh, you have uh, a metal, a metal piece, uh, um, a metal, and, and, and there is fire. And you put the metal in fire. Pretty soon, the metal becomes hot. And if, if the, the, the fire is very hot, pretty soon the metal itself, iron, uh, will become reddish like the fire. Now when you take the iron from the fire, it will still be hot. It will still be hot. In fact, immediately you take it from the fire, it will still be red hot. 
But after some time, it will be hot. And over time, in dying, it will die. It will become totally cold because over time, because it is separated from the source of its heat, it will lose its fire. And that's what happened to the spirit of man. Separated from God and over time, totally dead unto God. It doesn't mean the spirit is dead. The spirit is alive, but the spirit is disconnected from the source of life. That is the state of every human being born on this earth. Every human being is born with a spirit, but it's a spirit that is disconnected from God. It's a spirit all right, moves in the spirit, has the capabilities of a spirit, but disconnected from life, from God. And when the spirit is separated from God, two things highlight its activities. First, it is ignorant of God. The spirit that is separated from God is ignorant from God. Paul says that the understanding is darkened. It has understanding, but it's a darkened understanding. It's a form of religion, but it is a darkened religion. It's like a person trying to look for somebody in the dark. It's making effort. But it's all guesswork, trying to test. Is this it? Is that it? Is that it? That's what it means when the spirit of man is separated from God. We make an attempt to find God, but it's all guesswork. Is that it? Is that it? And trying our best to locate God in the darkness. It, the separation of the spirit of man creates the ignorance towards God. And all religions in essence, are like that. There are men groping in the dark, trying to find God. So that's the first thing, ignorance of God. The second is that the spirit of man that is separated from God is a partaker of both good and evil. And this is so important. That's what God said after Adam and Eve had sinned. Partakers of good, both good and evil. That means they can live very sinful lives and still do very good things. The spirit that is separated from God is a contradiction. It's capable of achieving magnificent things, magnificent good things, can receive brilliant moments of inspiration and do brilliant things. And we can all look at it and say, Wow, human, the human spirit is wonderful. At the same time, that spirit can come up with the most destructive ideas. So the spirit that is separated from God, capable of doing good and evil. So sometimes you can find people who are unbelievers and they can do brilliant things. But at the same time, that brilliant thing can also be very evil. It's a combination. So sometimes in the arts, in music, in drama, in fashion, you find people, brilliant creation, but their values are also brilliantly evil. That's the human spirit. Why is it doing that? Because it is separated from God, it is not able to discern the source of what it is getting. So it can get an idea from Satan and think it's brilliant. Once in a while, it catches an idea from God 
and thinks he's brilliant, but is not able to make a judgment as to which is right and which is wrong. All it is doing is channeling the capacity of the spirit. And we have a lot of people who are doing that. They are brilliant. They are, their minds, I mean, the things they come up with, we all watch it and say, wow, how could a human being do that? And we see all of them in inventions and in great inventions. But at the same time, you look at them and their values are so evil and wrong and detached from God. That is the man, the spirit man that is separated from God. It's ignorant towards God. It has the capacity to do both good and evil, sometimes in equal measure. And that's why sometimes, you know, uh, you know, there are people we admire because of their creativity, because of brilliant ideas they have in economics or brilliant ideas they have in fashion or brilliant ideas they have politically or books they've written. We, we admire them. But you listen to them and the things they stand for and you say, how can this brilliant man stand for this at the same time? Because the spirit of man separated from God is ignorant of God and is capable in equal measure of both good and evil. That is the state of every human being born into this world until they find Christ. Their spirits are separated from God. It doesn't mean that they, they don't have a spirit or their spirit has been killed. No. It doesn't mean they cannot do great things. No. It doesn't mean they will not be brilliant. They will, no. In fact, if you read uh, the book of Genesis, you, you'll find that the most brilliant people in the early history of the human race were the descendants of Cain. The descendants of Cain were the most brilliant. They were inventing all the things, but they were the most evil at the same time. <laughs> Contradiction in terms. And, and so you have to be careful just following brilliance. If you say, for me, all the thing I want is people who are brilliant, who are sharp, and people who are creative, it's good. But if you're not careful, you'll be following the wrong way. Because the spirit of man, detached from God, is capable of brilliance and creativity. Because it is still a spirit, although separated from God. So that's the first condition a human spirit can be in. Every human being is born to this condition. The second one, that one is a bit more dangerous. That is when the human spirit is united with Satan. So at this time, the human spirit that is separated from God is neither united to Satan or united to God. It's just an independent spirit. But the human spirit can also be sold to the devil. It can be united to Satan. And when it gets there, it's a dangerous place. I must say that only a few people on earth get to this point. Only a few people. It's not a common thing, but it does happen. And I will show you. This was the state of man before the flood. In Genesis chapter 6 verse 5, it says, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Do, do you know that? 
It is not that they are just bad people, you know, like when, when we all know bad people when we went to school. Some of you are bad people, some of you knew bad people, you know, and, and they break school rules and they go and steal uh, the chicken from the house master and, you know, uh, and, and things like that. I mean, we all call them, we say, oh, there's this a bad boy, bad girl, and all of that. They run to town and do bad things. That's not what we are talking about. What the Bible is talking about is when every intent is evil. It means that this person has no capacity to do good. Every intent is evil and it is evil continually. Such people are not just spirits separated from God, but spirits separated from God, but now united with Satan. And that is why God had no other recourse but to wipe everybody out because they had no capacity to be good. The, the, why? Because the human spirit had now chosen. We are aligned with Satan. Don't be afraid. You are not there yet. You're not there yet. Because if you were there, you won't be in church. If you are there, you, you, you won't be in church. You won't even think God. You won't even think, let me go to church. Because at that time, your, your mind, your spirit, every intent is continuously evil. No pause. Only a few people get there. Only a few people. And this is not the same as being demon possessed. I will deal with that later on. This is not the same. This is a totally different level of evil. People who are united with the devil. And the first thing is that they are totally evil totally giving to evil do you, do you understand what I'm saying it's not like he did bad and changed it's not that the person did bad and the last minute he says oh I'm so sorry for all the bad I've done no totally and continuously there's no redemption because they can't even do good that's why God destroyed people with a flood because they couldn't Repent. They didn't have the capacity to repent because they were joined with Satan. Can people get there? Yes, they can get there. I will show you one person who got there because people who are joined with Satan partake of Satan's nature. And I'll show you one person who got there. You know him very well. He's called Judas. That's where he got to. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebil, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebil. Email otebil at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000. Joy 99.7 FM.